you look at other you know parents before you become a parent and you think oh i think i'd do that i think i'd be this kind of person but once you have children all that just goes out the window you know it and absolutely then things come yeah. up uh you know situations come up you think oh, I, I thought about this before and what i would do in this situation <laughs> you know uh, but it would never it never worked <laughs> yeah. out you know i'd sit down you know by the fire fire and uh sit you know sit on my knee <laughs> And I'll tell you whatever that yeah, does, that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I ser- I can remember seriously thinking at one point. Uh, this it, it is entirely naive and, and, and ridiculous now. So uh, I I, I, cons- I considered at one point thinking, well, you know, we're going to start out, you know, as we mean to go on, trying to make sure that you know a new child has uh, has a particular perspective on the world, and obviously, you know. You want to think a little bit about the toys you give them, and you want to think about the kind of the, the environment they're in. So I'm thinking, okay, <coughs> we're not going to, you know, we're not going to kind of, you know, fall into the pink for a girl, blue for a boy, sort of stuff, which is obviously just kind of a social model. And we're not going to do this. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to do that. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a mobile, you know, one of these kind of like dangling things mm. you have over a, like a cot. Um, and instead of having like ducks and cats and bunny rabbits and all that kind, of, I'm going to hang the heads of various <laughs> philosophers. You know, so it'd be like Kant, it'd be Kierkegaard, there'd be a bit of Hegel there, and you know, and and, and some Fichte and Plato, Socrates. and then that would spin round. And you know, as she's you know young and and you know pre-conscious, she'd take in these images and she'll remember uh, when she becomes more aware of herself these faces. And she'll be saying, "Oh, who are these people? I need to find out who they are." And then she'd become a great philosopher because no. that's kind of never happened, obviously, because that would. Have you just saw been pictures the yeah, later in life. You saw pictures um, of um, Plato and just wanted to smack them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it fills me with rage every time I see that picture. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, I remember at, uh, um, some years ago when I was a postgraduate. Um, making making we were having a discussion about parental influence and how you know um it, it's important uh to allow because you know, you know I mean, <coughs> excuse me as kant would argue human beings are all free and anything which which anything that 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 uh that denigrates that freedom or limits that freedom is a violence so you never you never limit a human being's freedom <coughs> in 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 any way um, and that goes that goes for children as well. I mean, there has to be a certain control and there has to be a certain guidance, but they are they are to be treated with freedom and dignity, um, in the same way as you would treat anybody else. They're not your possession, says Kant. You know, they're not something you own. Um, you know, uh, so you know you've got to you've, you you can't use them as a resource. They are an end, not a means, and all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, I remember this guy was we were chatting and he was saying, well, you know. Surely we should allow youngsters to mm. find their own way. We were saying, well, make, make, you know, make their own decisions, make their own judgments. You know, um, we shouldn't be giving them information. We shouldn't be mm. giving them our perspective uh, because they'll just then go away with that. Either they'll assimilate that, or they'll be an, an obverse and they'll kind of reject that. But they'll be reacting to to that. And I can remember this guy saying, well, you know. The more you think about that, the more you realise that you, if you, if you're not careful, all you do is you 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 leave the field, um, you absent yourself, because there are endless voices and endless influences, 
it's not as if you decide to stand back and suddenly there is a kind of an empty fact like scientific empty vacuum with the child in the middle suddenly making judgments i mean first of all the basis upon which they make judgments is determined by their experiences um so just choosing the right thing um to do or choosing the right resources is going to be dependent on their ability to make choices and that's going to be determined by something uh, and also there is never an empty vacuum there is never an empty playing field um you know if you don't influence yeah. them then somebody will um they will be influenced by tv and they will be influenced by the playground and they'll be influenced by the things they hear and the mm. music they hear and the films they see and all of that kind of stuff you know there is never a situation where your children as a kind of tabula rasa kind of a blank slate if like in that kind of in that kind of um um, 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 John Stuart oh. Mill mode. John Stuart Mill? Do I mean John oh, Stuart? Oh, yeah, I want to say oh, yeah, yeah, John, John Locke. Locke yeah. I? Sorry, I don't mean Mill, I mean Locke. I mean John Locke. In that, in that kind of John Locke tabula rasa blank slate sort of thing. Um, if you don't write on it, mm. somebody else will. Uh, it's not as if it's just, you know, it's not as if the child is entirely in control of mm. the influences that are exerted upon it. <coughs> so this guy was saying, um, so with that in mind, I feel that I have a right and a duty to contribute, uh, mm. you know, my perspective. I need to write on this slate as well. Otherwise, it will just get filled mm. up with the scribble of the world. Um, uh, and I mean, that that's, you know, that that. Mm. That had an impact. I thought, yeah, well, that's that, you know, that is true. You're not, you're not somehow being very, you're not, you're not kind of being kind of um, um, enlightened mm. by not making a contribution. It's like you know, people who say they don't vote. It's kind of you know, if you don't vote, well, then all that means is that the opposite, you know, the opposite mm. point of view um, just gets an extra vote in a sense because you've mm. absented yourself from the process. <coughs> um, but then, yeah, but then again, it, you know, Which, uh, it's, it's also. It's like providing uh, uh, role models, you know. Like you said, um, that the, you know, children are going to latch on to something. And if you're, you know, stepping back, oh, mm. you know, you, you do whatever you want to do, kind of thing, then they will choose some. <laughs> they will choose mm. something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and nature is that whole kind mm. of nature of course vacuum. You know, if, if if you if you withhold or if you withdraw, if you don't you don't give them. Mm. some guidance on something mm. uh something else will fill that up i mean it's interesting i'm talking about kant i mean kant was a kind of kant had a very interesting um perspective on on all of this i mean there's you you read i mean he he wrote stuff in when he was talking about ethics particularly um uh, about and i'm dredging back a bit here but he wrote about kind of the ethics of mm. um child rearing and parenthood and so on um and as you, I mean, I can remember reading it, and I think this is a point of view that that, that, that other people have, have, have noticed as well. There's, there's almost, I mean, obviously he wasn't a parent. Um, there was almost a guilt. There's almost a kind of, there's almost a level of guilt in 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 Kant's understanding of mm -hmm. the parent's relationship to the child, and it echoes. No, it doesn't echo because it, it kind of it, it prefigures <coughs> Heidegger's understanding mm -hmm. of the throneness of being. So as you remember, as, as our listener may remember, Heidegger, um, Martin Heidegger, existentialist German philosopher, argues that the nature, one of the, the realities, the nature of human existence is its thrownness, the Dasein, the being here, the situatedness, which mm -hmm. is unnegotiated. You, you, know, you go from not existing to existing at a particular point in time, and you've just been <coughs> thrown into that moment. 
So you you know, so mm. it's kind of been thrown off the train, uh, and you just land somewhere on a terrain, and you think, well, what mm. the hell? Where the pushed heck on am stage. I? What yeah, am I supposed to do? No lines. Yeah, and it's kind of uh, mm. oh yeah, they're naked <laughs> as as you know. <laughs> This is the fear, um, and you know, and you read Kant, and Kant is uniquely aware, I think, of of, of the guilt uh, involved, or the potential guilt invo- involved in this, because he, he's almost is almost giving a philosophical legitimacy to that age-old teenage battle cry, yeah. "I didn't ask to be born," and that's exactly what I mean. That's exactly you read Kant. It's exactly what he's <coughs> saying. You say, well, you know, the parent has absolute. Ultimate responsibility for bringing this existence into the world. It wasn't there before. It wasn't there before, and and you've not produced just some mechanical thing. You've not just produced a, a lump of biology. You've produced a free mm. human being with will and consciousness. Suddenly, there is a consciousness in the world that mm. wasn't there before. And you did that, you know, <laughs> so it's your fault. <laughs> You've done that, so you have um, an absolute moral obligation. Nobody else has it. You have the absolute moral obligation um, for for supporting and and creating the, the right environment for this mm. new for this new existence. Um, because without you, it mm. wouldn't be a problematic in the world. You know, this this person with all of their potential and all of their concerns and all their issues, that's down to you. Um, for the first, you know, certainly for the first eighteen or so years, um, when they are incapable, when you know, when they they produce kind of you know, un, unfinished into the world, if you like, you're responsible for making this work. And although you're free as a parent, and although you know, there are there, you know, there, you shouldn't be treated harshly and you shouldn't have your freedom undermined ultimately the pet the child has that has mm. if i read mm. kant right on this the child has the greater mm. call uh on responsibility here um because you dragged it out of nothing you dragged it out of the nothingness of of of, of potentiality threw it into the world now you know what you're going to do with it you can't just uh, and it's 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 the frankenstein's it's the frankenstein's yeah. monster story isn't it it's kind of you know it's all well and good to suddenly think, oh, that would be quite fun, wouldn't it? Let's just sew some body parts together and then, you know, electrify it, bring it to life, see what happens, you know, what what could possibly go wrong? And you do that and you think, okay, well, now it's there. The, the, you know, the creature saying, well, you know, I should be your Adam. You know, you oh. have brought me into existence here. Um, what are you going to do about that? Uh, and because oh. he wasn't there, because he absented himself, because oh. the kid just didn't look very pretty, he absented himself. The creature just created itself socially mm. by the experiences it had and the odd books it had read, it read you know milton's paradise lost it came across a lot of people that did it harm um it came across one or two people that kind of did it good and it mashed i mean in a sense the sewing up um didn't stop just with the biology just sewing up dead parts the creature sewed itself up from bits and pieces of experience mm. a lot of it which was bad um uh, and you know Kant is saying exactly that. You know you, you can't just go away now because this creature, mm. which you've created in the world, um, you know what's going to become of it. You know you brought it in. Scary ship, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know, say what you think about this. Like um, on, just uh, like contraception is stopping. You know stopping mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a baby being um, conceived. Right in in a sense. Stop- and is that there's something in us 
that's more than just biology to want to to um, to uh, you know have sex, and and the baby is a result of it. Yeah, that, that's like kind of mechanical part. Mm-hmm. There's there more in us that we want to have a baby. We want to actually create this conscious being. You know, it's not like a just a biological reaction. Yeah, mm. yeah, I do, I do. I mean, Aristotle would have made that kind of point. I mean, a number of fossils, but Aristotle kind of makes that point because I mean, he 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 talks about the fact that that um, it's part of the human condition to be dependent um that we are not we are not isolated beings we're not you know we don't thrive we don't flourish in isolation uh we're the kind of you know we're the kind of existence which needs community and needs others and so it is part of who and what we are to create that and the ultimate manifestation of that um is the is is you know is the kind of the polis the kind of the city state and so on um that's the ultimate manifestation of our desire to mm. be together, to be a community, um, but he says, but the, the earlier stages, which become kind of component parts of that, are um, you know you have the individual human being, and the individual human being um, is is dissatisfied um, with its lot. It does. I mean, he, he, again, I'm just digging back here because it's been a while since I, I, I thought about this kind of stuff. But I mean, he makes the point that the only that there are only two kinds of beings um, that are satisfied being um disassociated being isolated being being you know um um self-sufficient if you like so there's only only two kinds of beings who are happy to be self-sufficient and that's the subhuman and the superhuman so the subhuman beasts animals that kind of stuff um Many of those, he says, uh, are quite happy to just kind of, you know, survive on their own. They're equipped to be able to kind of feed themselves. They, 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 they you know, they grow very quickly. They're born um, within moments. They're kind of capable of kind of standing up by themselves and so on. Whether he's right, so I'm not, I, I, I don't know, you know, I'm not an expert in, in animal biology. But from Aristotle's point of view, animals, individual animals can survive on their own and are kind of happy to do that. Uh, I'm not entirely sure that's always the case. That's the case because you see a lot of sociality in animals. Mm. But anyway, he says, that. he says the other kinds of beings are the gods. The gods don't need it. If you're a god, you don't need anything other, anything else other than yourself because gods are self-sustaining and self, you know, mm. self-actuating. Um, so, uh, which is inter- actually just as a sideline, quite interesting actually because you see in the Christian tradition um, um, a struggle there because on the one hand the Christian tradition argues that you know God is is self-sufficient unto himself god doesn't require anything other than himself so god didn't have to create humanity um god chose to uh because god doesn't is 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 ultimately um ontologically self-sufficient but then then what you have is you have the christian tradition developing this understanding of the trinity mm-hmm. um which is the idea that god can be self-sufficient because god is community mm. in himself so God has kind of three components, three elements, three personalities in one substance. So God can be a community, even though God is is, is um, because the Christian tradition recognised how important the notion of community mm. was. And obviously, you know, there's a lot, there's, there's got a lot of kind of Platonism, a lot of Aristotelianism in early Christianity. But anyway, so Aristotle, if you're a god, you don't need anybody. And if you're an animal, you don't need anybody. But if you're a human being, you need other human beings. You need sociality so that encourages the individual human mm. being 
to form relationships, uh, and the ultimate relationship, as he says, is, to, is, is the marriage relationship. So you know, you marry, and then you create this kind of almost this kind of mini mm. society. Uh, it's hugely yes. patriarchal, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so you know, the man is the king. The man is yeah. the monarch. The man is the guy who kind of who brings in the resources. I mean, the woman has her role. Um, maintaining the status quo, keeping everything ticking mm. along, you know, basically minding the house is kind of what her role is. And you can see how mm. these views have just entrenched yeah. themselves. Definitely down the centuries. But what about... If you could, oh, God, yeah. Because I, I was reading a bit of that, actually, in, in preparation, and uh, I was thinking, but what can you, you can salvage stuff, from, stuff from, from that. Perhaps there is, like, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A dominant person... In different areas within the you know family, maybe you know maybe your mm. your wife's the one who's um, is good at making the decisions, uh, or maybe the, the one who's good at with uh, you know with the kind of uh, more kind of um, domestic in in terms of uh, finances and working out you know, and it's slot it's kind of anarchic in a way, but it's kind of slotting into place who's you know best suited for that kind of uh, role, and the idea that you are. Uh, yeah. You know, self-contained state. Uh, there's something, you know, there's something yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, reassuring about that. Aristotle is, is it was very much reflecting the times in which he lived and and the kind of society in which he was in which he was familiar. Um, and if you and if you if you if you're capable of stripping away, um, yeah, so the incredibly kind of crass patriarchy. That you find in, in in Aristotle. I mean, I mean, there are places where he kind of says, you know, he, he says things like, I don't know, um, that you know, some you know, some of the some of the the, the, the you know the the you know the best you know some of the best skills like I know bravery or something that are, you know the best form of bravery that are, you know that a woman can mm. express um, uh, will be considered it would be considered less than nothing. If a man expressed that in the same way, and it's kind of you know, it's almost it was operating on entirely different scales of expectation mm. here. So, you want to get shot of all of that, um, and if you kind of just take a, a, a slightly broader and kind of slightly softer and, mm. and fluffier view of these things, he's saying that you know within the, the the family relationship, it's kind of it's almost like a training mm. ground for for operating in the world, mm. operating in a, is, in a kind it? of yeah. in society. Yeah, so you're kind of teaching. So you're teaching a sense of responsibility. Uh, you're teaching a sense of kind of you know obedience to law. Um, you're understanding. You know, there's an economics involved in it as well, where you know what you know whatever the kind of the the the, the, the householder whatever brings into the ho- the home, those resources need to be kind of distributed in a particular way, um, and all of those things kind of equip you. Um, to, to, to form uh, and you know and Aristotle says you know from that kind of family kind of cluster you tend to what you tend to find is like you know villages building up where a number of these kind of families work together and sort of interact with each other and then kind of bigger towns and then ultimately you know the city which is the ultimate manifestation of, of that kind of the desire for mm. communality um, um, so for, 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 for so for Augustine not for Augustine sorry so mm. for Aristotle um the, the that it, it's a very you know it's a, the, the family is is, is at, you know the, the nuclear family in a sense is a very very important part of of the 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 the, the, the creation and sustainability of the body politic of the city whereas whereas for 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 plato the family could be a positive mm. disadvantage 
the nuclear family could just be the, the, a well which we are constantly mm. poisoning with our half-assed ideas and you know i've got to say i mean you think we've talked about this before but when you start think you know when you start looking at we've as we have discussed this before but the rise of kind of I was just going to say, I don't want to be rude about this, but, you know, you can't be anything other than the rise of kind of, you know, ignorant mm. popularism, um, that kind of, that, that sort of, you know, aggrandizement of, of, of ignorance uh, and, and, and so on. And saying, so, you know, this is good. We don't want experts anymore. Uh, seat of your pants, instinct, mm. gut instincts, you know, uh, you know, tradition. Say I what know, I like, you know, like what I, I say. Nobody's going to tell me. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, it, if that is really, and we've seen it as a power, it is a power in the world. If we're saying that that is um, how we educate, how a lot of children, you see this, how a lot of children are being educated. Um, and you see this in instances of, you know, extreme instances of racism where, you know, one generation after the next just absorb the same kind of racist rhetoric, even without thinking about it. It's just this is the environment, the air mm. they breathe. Um, are we saying, God, are we, do we really, you know, do we really want our children to be brought up by this? Maybe Plato's got a point. And we have a very romantic mm. view about child rearing. It's a very kind of mm. Disneyfied, my prince will come, we'll, have, you know, we'll live happily mm -hmm. ever after you know, with our children, and it's going to be a delightful thing, you know, rose covered trellis mm. work and a nice little. Um, and it is very, you know, why is the, why is the romantic model? Why is the romantic, the Western romantic model, particularly um, the only mm, model mm. in town? Um, why, you know, there, there's nothing kind of written anywhere, as far as I can tell. Nothing written in stone that says this is how human beings mm. need to operate. Maybe, we, maybe we have taken a wrong turn, um, just because we've got overly sentimental about these things. Maybe we should have our children trained in special hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds awful when you say it, but I mean, but, but on one hand, you know, the, you know, you think, oh, it just sounds dreadful, but does it only sound dreadful because that's the way we've been conditioned to see mm. things? And, you know, maybe if we, if, you know, it's kind of some of the worst forms of kind of dystopian uh, um, science fiction, isn't it, where, where the, the, the children are taken away mm. you know, uh, and, and uh, are trained to partic for particular roles, particular mm. tasks. But the big problem, oh. isn't it, is the big problem is... Um, it sounds it sounds great, but someone's someone is in control of what is the ultimate truth. Because <laughs> it's not well, yes. there is no ultimate truth. There will truth, always be know. somebody. This, this is this is mm. there is my yeah. ultimate truth, and uh, that's the that's the, you know the, I think maybe one of our biggest problems, isn't it? There's no mm. there's no kind of agreement on what's the best course of action, mm. you know? Yeah. And that, I mean that, and that's I mean that's that's just the human condition, isn't it? I mean, there's there's no there's no way we can avoid that. Once you know, once once we cut ourselves adrift from um, any kind of sort of transcendental inputs, once we're actually saying, okay, well, we, we're we're done with the supernatural, we're done with the transcendent, mm -hmm. we're we're done with some kind of you know divine plan. Um, then, then we have to kind of get down and dirty and have to say, okay, well, if we've done that and uh, if we've moved away from that, then you know, what is the secular mm. model um, that allows us to create the society? Uh, what's the standard we're looking for? Are we looking for that kind of Greek understanding of a satisfying life? Are we are we looking for a, a satisfying uh, material existence? Are we looking for a, a, an existence that goes beyond mm. the material? What are we trying to do? Because unless we unless we can identify what it is mm. that we're looking for. Then it will be very difficult to have a, a, a kind of a global 
overarching mm. kind of system which moves us in that direction. So, you know, from Plato's point of view, you know, organising the Republic kind of made perfect sense to him because there's a metaphysic in, in, in forming mm. the Republic. That's there, right, the reaching out of life. Who are born with these the skills. World. Yeah. Yeah. So we can say, well, Danny can, can educate people because Danny is a gold mm. soul. He's, he's designed that way. That, you know, before his incarnation mm. in the world, he was always that kind of spirit. So you are in the, exactly the right place to be looking after children. Whereas if I'm a, like a bronze soul or whatever, I'm mm. in the wrong place and I should hand my children over to you or my child over to you uh, to properly educate them and to properly bring them up as part of a, yeah. of a republic. If we did that and we were always doing that, that would just become a norm. That would just be, well, that's how we do things, you know.